What is going on? What is going on? It's your girl, Melba Pearson, Melba for Miami, Melba for Justice. And it's time for the first of what will be a series of what I'm calling the Resident Legal Diva op-eds. These are pieces that are outside of the usual Mondays with Melba, and we'll be exploring and doing a deep dive into a variety of other topics more in a monologue format. So the topic today is the no quarter flag and its threat to America. This is a piece that I wrote for the Miami Times dated November 16th, 2021. There's been a rise in sightings of all Black American flags in Florida and across the country. While not only sinister in appearance, the meaning is even more more so. The meaning is that of, quote unquote, no quarter. Their sharp spike began with a tweet about a police officer in Illinois who hung this flag outside of his house and was extremely unapologetic about it. I've personally seen an increase of no quarter flags, hats, and tattoos along my travels. It's also was super visible during the January 6th coup attempt. Senator Tom Carton, who is a Republican out of Arkansas, even called for no quarter in response to social justice protests in the summer of 2020. So what does this flag signify? It means people will be killed instead of taken prisoner in the second civil war or race war. To quote the Law Insider's legal dictionary, no quarter will be given means refusing to spare the life of anybody, even of persons manifestly unable to defend themselves or who clearly express their intention to surrender. No quarter runs afoul of US law as well as the Geneva Convention, which governs actions of international war. Although our Constitution provides for the death penalty for traitors, the practice of no quarter was banned in the United States in 1863 during the Civil War. It was originally created by Franz Lieber and enacted by President Abraham Lincoln to ensure Union troops did not exact revenge on Confederate soldiers in order to be able to heal the country. The Lieber Code ensures that Confederate lives would be spared, despite the anger and resentment felt by Union loyalists. It was the first modern codification of the laws of war. The Department of Defense Law of War Manual specifically addresses this as well. It is prohibited to order that legitimate offers of surrender will be refused or that detainees, such as unprivileged belligerents, will be summarily executed. Moreover, it is also prohibited to conduct hostilities on the basis that there will be no survivors. It's ironic that outlawing a term that kept Confederate soldiers alive is getting new life with a a new set of traitors that supported the Capitol insurrection because, and of course, let's not get this twisted, those who seceded from the United States and waged war on their neighbors to continue slavery were traitors. Scores of Americans were killed as a result of their actions. How all of this got spun to become Southern heritage and used to continue to intimidate people of color, as with the three men who killed Ahmaud Arbery who bore a Confederate license plate on their car, typifies the ongoing racism flourishing in this country. To be clear, 
the no quarter flag is part of the same family as the Confederate flag. On a deeper level, the refusal to read, learn, and accept accurate history is playing out in the debate around critical race theory. The concept has now been so broadly interpreted that if you even speak about slavery in the context of a classroom, you're doing something wrong as an educator. But critical race theory isn't about making people feel bad. It's about making sure that mistakes from the past are not repeated in the future. The Confederate flag and its progeny should be looked upon like a swastika, a stain on the history of this country. These flags are part of the bigger problem of what it means to be American. The fact that our flag is being changed and desecrated illustrates the deep divisions that exist within our country. What we are seeing is a romanticization of war by people flying these flags who have never been to war. They don't understand how war tears families, communities, and countries apart. They are also fetishizing the Confederacy as if it was somehow a better time in America when Black lives could be bought and sold. That ugly nostalgia also contributes to the backlash surrounding teaching accurate history in our schools. All of this gives rise to people like Kyle Rittenhouse. And make no mistake, his case is the extremist call to action. It is a test of no quarter. He answered the call of white extremist militia groups to attack social justice protesters in Kenosha, Washington, in, excuse me, Kenosha, Wisconsin. Unfortunately, his not guilty verdict sent a message to white supremacists that there will be no consequences for promoting and starting their dream race war. We must all be vigilant, aware, and ready to use whatever legal means necessary to protect our democracy from the threats of racism and divisiveness. Thank you for joining this resident legal diva op-ed. Catch you next time. Bye.